Welcome, one and all, to Ladies with Gumption, episode 129, Kill and Tell. We are the Ladies Someone's with Gumption. Someone's getting killed outside, all those police sirens. <laughs> <laughs> we recap DCTV in a flash. I am Tatiana, and I am here with... Jessica. And May. And you can find us at DCTV Gumption on Twitter at ladieswgumption at gmail.com. Or ladieswgumption.tumblr.com if you ever want to give us feedback. You can also find our podcast on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you join our Patreon, we will love you ever so very much. You will get uh, episodes 24 hours in advance. And while the um, DCTV season is going on, we will have one extra episode a month of basically whatever you or we want. I think the- <laughs> we're going to try and do it's it's a little bit um, HBO Max's fault because they are releasing Static Shock, which I think is a good one to do for Black History Month, but they're not releasing it on HBO Max until the 15th. And there's four seasons, so we'll have to figure out we'll at least do like two, I think. We can fit two in before the end of February. But mm-hmm. if you have HBO Max and if you would like to rewatch with us, then that is on deck. Yes, and we will be ever so excited. Uh, you can also hear older ones like Mandalorian, The Boys, Upload, The Witcher, um, Doom Patrol, Stargirl, etc. And all of that Buffy. is at patreon.com slash Gumption. Now on to news. Uh, Staz was, you know, attacked by anti-antis. Antis? Antis? I've never decided antis. to say that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nicole stuck up for him. Thank you, Nicole. Um, yeah, she put she put on. Uh, well, our started. He got attacked indirectly because he wasn't even doing anything. But Nicole put up a. Um, that's what usually happens. He's just mean. breathing. Yeah, he's just breathing. Of like Mean Girls, she's like, oh yeah, this is John, Nia, and Alex, and they said, oh wait, where could be Car, William, and Nia, and it's like you know, like a Catco trio, and then people were like. I don't know. I don't know if this is like a quote, an actual quote from Mean Girls, but <laughs> there was like I went underneath her, the, her tweet, and there's like several people saying the exact same thing. What was it? And um, oh wow, now I have to find it. But it was, I mean, it was anti-William, but they were like plugging William into this like anti-quote, and I, and that's why I don't know if it is um, actually a quote from Mean Girls, or they're just like doing stuff. Um. But it was like a coordinated what is the attack. Quote? Yeah, tell attack. Us, oh, she's I'm trying to it. find it. Wait a oh. minute. She's like, well, hold your horses. You can go shove your back now. <laughs> so I'm like, is it he's a fugly slut? You can't trust him. No, is it's it, like, he's I too like gay William. To Got it. What else do you like? Discrimination, aggression against the elderly, global warming, wild capitalism. What are you gonna do after this? Kidnap a child? And that's like that's not mean girls. That's definitely not mean girls. Well, they're they I didn't think it was. I was like, I don't remember that. Like, why? Are, but there's so many people that it's like copy paste the exact same yeah. thing. It must have come from it's probably her. some kind of copy pasta from Stan Twitter, but they're just repurposing right. it for this. But yeah. that's so that's really messed up. I mean, like honestly, William doesn't do anything. Y'all are freaks. People get so worked up in their hatred against fictional characters, it bleeds into the actor. You know. And you can be like, oh, I'm just talking about the character. I don't disrespect the actor. But you are literally disrespecting the work of not just him, but like an entire crew of people who have worked to make this show. And he is part of that show, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
so whatever i just think and she I'm... said like after uh, like after like all these people were commenting um about william underneath a tweet and then she sent put out like a statement like no longer tolerating hate in my comments you cannot like a character but you know when you're being inappropriate you aren't slick i see you and i'm going to block you be respectful i'm not going to tell you again don't make me turn this car around <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> wow I can't believe people are still on that. You know, I guess it's because the show's been off for so long, like off the air for so long. And this is like the last season. So I'm like, what is y'all's problem? Like, I think right. move on. <laughs> move on. I like really hope it's ending. Or something I legit. I hope that Kara marries William in the finale. And then they just ride off into the fucking sunset so that y'all can cry. Because I think this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's really> ridiculous. <laughs> like, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. And it's like and more we positive all... Supergirl news. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finally get feedback because people will be mad about this. Okay. <laughs> Ozzy Tesfai becomes the first Arrowverse actress to write an episode. Yay! Yay! Yeah! Take that, had... white feminist directors. <laughs> As I say, we've had so many directors come, you know, come through. All the white ladies are directing. But Ozzy's taking a stab at writing, and I think that is so exciting. That reminds me of when I found out that, what's his face? Gordon? Gordon. Jim Gordon from Gotham. He wrote, there was like an episode that was like really good and it was him. It was Ben McKenzie. He wrote it. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I think I read somewhere that he is also going to voice Batman in a podcast. Oh, that's fun. All right. Live your best life. I find that too because I thought that was really interesting. But yeah. But yeah, so I'm really excited to see what she, what she cooks up. Um, I don't know what like the story is. Like, exactly. what is this? Like a um, is she gonna write for herself? Or is she gonna write for I hope she gets to write story for Kelly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. That's so um, exciting. So, congrats to her. I hope that it's gonna be wonderful. Batwoman was renewed for season three, along with like literally everything other than <laughs> Supergirl, which is getting canceled. Well, sorry, you know, coming peacefully to its conclusion. Uh, and <laughs> Superman and Lois, which got two extra episodes because it hasn't like aired at all. So we have no bar- we have no like barometer for what it's going to do. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's very hard to get canceled at CW. So, you know, congrats to y'all. But. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like, no, my one thing where, where I'm like, legend yeah. somehow got renewed. I don't understand. Okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say the one thing that at least like Walker has over uh, Superman and Lois is that like Superman and Lois, and this is me being petty, but like they got two extra episodes. I'm like, Walker got five. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Flash getting renewed. Obviously, they renew their contracts. We hope some people will stay and some people will not. Um, <laughs> Legends. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm salty that I like didn't out, like, that it's gonna outlive like Black Lightning. It's outliving Supergirl. I'm like, this is just it's, it's ridiculous. It could have like ended a couple times over the last few seasons, and like, what what else is there to do? Right, because they're going to space this season, <laughs> and they're they're a show that takes place in space, so. <laughs> I feel like you're running out of material, guys. That's, I, I mean, on one hand, like, I'm really happy that it keeps, you know, continues employing, like, Tala and, and mm-hmm. all right. the POC on the show. So that's, and they that's always find something good. to do. You know, yeah. It's not, like, it's fine. It'll be fine. Maybe episode. season seven will finally, or season six will finally say goodbye to Mick. And then season seven oh, will start with <laughs> <laughs> new, new characters. <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, aside from that, uh, I don't think we have any other news. Oh, we got the first Flash trailer. Oh, that's right. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, that's we right. Did. How did we feel? How do we feel? Get Iris out of the mirror challenge. You know, it's so funny. <laughs> like the show goes so long. It's the hiatus has been extra long. Like up until next month, it'll almost be like a year since they went off and took that long break too, and everything was shut down. Um, so it's been really long. But it was nice to. It's nice to know that once the trailer drops, like I get like, really excited for the show again. So mm-hmm. after so long, it's nice to have that feeling. I guess. I'm ready for it to come back. Yes, definitely, definitely. And I feel like, you know, I feel like there's got to be a lot of juicy stuff that Iris is going to get to do. Mm-hmm. So, and Candace is going to get to perform. But you also, know what? Did you, did you see that like date that that uh, Iris and Barry are on with like the yeah, yes, the date, respecting date. social distance between. Yeah, them. and I I recently <laughs> wrote something about like the little spark that they included. They edited it into the trailer yes, from 120 from the beginning. <laughs> so like that, you have to feel like that has to play some kind of role mm-hmm. into how they yeah. resolve this. At right. the end of the season. And then I saw um, one Twitter user that made a really good observation. Um, I think this is Sunset Hat. Well, the um, Twitter ad is at IrisXXWest with an S. Um, but they included, like, in their pictures, one from Sunshine Happier, who always does, like, a lot of, you know, theories and stuff. And they noticed that, you know, like the scene of Iris, like getting her headache and holding her head. And then there's like a comic strip of um, someone doing something similar. And it's like mirror mistress. And there's a quote from the comic. And I think it's the top. And he was like, you know, when the rogue shatter the mirror, the mirror lords will be unleashed. And one of them will take possession of Iris, changing her into one of your greatest rogues, the mirror mistress. The only way to free her before her mind's lost forever is to close the gateway between earth and the mirror lands. And the only way to do that is for the person who opened it to die. (gasps) So I thought that was kind of interesting. And um, well, in the comics, like it's a lie that top, you know, made up because he wants to distract Barry, blah, 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 blah. But in the context of this season, I was thinking about also the, um, the synopsis for season seven. And it was like, something is going to threaten to tear, the team and his marriage apart, you know, and like, and his marriage, and people are like, come on, and his marriage, what are you talking about? <laughs> but if they do it like this, and if she's like the mirror mistress or whatever, and she's like temporarily insane or bad or whatever, yeah. then that could threaten to tear his marriage apart. But obviously, they would fix it in three episodes, so we don't have to worry about That's it for the rest true. of season seven. So, yeah, I think, I feel like that could be. That would be interesting. And it would and also, like an interesting way to, to like somebody. do the repercussions of her being in the mirror too. Yes. Mm, yeah. It would address yeah. the repercussions and then also like the whole threatening to tear the team apart because like, you know, if you have to kill the person out the mirror, then obviously and then Barry, oh, I don't kill thing comes into play. So um, you know, to kill or not to kill versus saving the love of your life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. season three, season three two point oh. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. So we'll see how that works. Yeah. Works out. Fun times. But, but thanks for pointing it out. Twitter yeah. user. Iris double X. Yeah. Big brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, from there we move on to Batwoman, which uh, also could talk about killing people to save the love of your life. Potentially. We will find <laughs> out. Um, May 
Yes, May will be the one that <laughs> that takes us through the episode. <laughs> and of course, we will do joy, no joy, predictions, Lady Redemption of the Week. Take it away, May. Yes, indeed. So side A, we have Rage into Power. We have do we have two sides this week? It's just one side, right? That one. It's just one side. Okay. Yes, okay. One side. One side. Yeah, Rage into power. One-sided. <laughs> <laughs> as Ryan Wilder continues to prove herself as Batwoman, she encounters the challenge of every superhero living a double life. Mary is still Team Ryan, while Luke continues to to have reservations, as Luke does, especially when Ryan makes some alterations and unveils a new bat suit. Meanwhile, Victor Zaz is slashing his way through the city streets, and Commander Kane has the crows trying to stop the flow of snake bite through Gotham. Sophia takes notice of Alice's antics, and Sophie finds herself in unexpected circumstances on a nice island that is not a vacation. What sparked mm-hmm. joy? You know what? Until you read that um, recap aloud, I completely forgot about <laughs> Commander Kane and things like what? <laughs> Where was that plot? <laughs> He always leaves my mind. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I really, like, I, you know, it's like a broken record, but I also enjoyed the episode this week. Um, Victor's ass is so entertaining to me as a new character. I know Shang will have his reservations later, but um, <laughs> I enjoyed Zaz so much the entire episode. Like, this is a person who really enjoys her job. And you have to, like, <laughs> you know, appreciate that. And the art, the artistry involved of, <laughs> the artistry, yeah. Yeah, no, it's of it's you true. know, getting revenge on some woman's cheating husband and his his mistress in the hotel and like buying the finest champagne to bash her head in, like all that is you know, yeah. He enjoys what he does, so that's that's kind of nice. And then <laughs> goals, life goals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what you say, like when you're, you know your job when you love what you do is not a job anymore. That's what, that's what I feel like Victor says about his job. Um, and again, like in this, like the previous episode, um, it wasn't exactly clear what Alice's plan was with the whole bats until you see it kind of unfold gradually. And I feel like, again, it's not really quite, quite clear. Um, who Victor's as is or like why he's, doing what he's doing and who the people are behind his hit list. But as the episode goes on, you realize Sophia is his boss and why. Um, and I feel like that's a good way to connect the A plot and B plot together in a very like cohesive way. Um, so even though, you know, the characters are split up into these different, even like different locations, because Sophie and, and Alice are in Koreana and the rest of the gang are still in Gotham, they're still kind of connected, even though they don't know it. Um, it makes sense that Sophia would want to eliminate everyone that has like the cure all in their bloodstream because you know supply demand and all that <laughs> economics. <laughs> so yeah. we're trying to protect your your core export. So all of that makes sense. Um, and then like back to to Zaz, like some of my favorite dialogue in the episode was between him and Ryan, especially when she like was. <laughs> I like when she broke into his apartment and he was just kind of like, "Oh hey, fancy seeing you here," <laughs> and that's just like casual conversation with her and um you know about what you know she's trying to find out what he's from him some dynamics and he's just like talking shop about the new vigilante on the block how you liking it da, 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 da. um and i also like how and this is like right before he like casually brings up a missile launcher from underneath his like bar <laughs> hilarious 
Um, and then like Ryan was just like, oh, hell no, I'm just peace out of there. Love it. Um, but really, uh, one part of that conversation that I really liked um, is also, you know, like how the each episode, the writers find ways to allude to, hey, we had to change the lead of our show. And here right. are the challenges of having a new Batwoman and she's black. You know, like I think last episode, Luke was like, hello, she's black. You know, it's like, yes, she is. Um, and in this episode, um, you have another instance of them explaining real in-world reasoning for changes that they had to make narratively, like with her bat suit. And uh, if I go back to the beginning of the episode and she's like fumbling with this um, bad guy and like wasting like batterings, like here, and nothing's like working. Um, and we see how even like physically when there's some close-ups, the suit does not look like it fits her. And I think she made like a comment about how her boots don't fit and all this kind of stuff. And it makes sense. This is like something that I don't think. Well, I feel like Arrow, because in Arrow, Diggle wore the costume, the mantle of Oliver's Arrow for a while. But like these super suits are not like sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> they should not fit <laughs> everyone who tries them on. So it makes sense that, you know. Ryan in the suit, it it doesn't, it might not fit perfectly like it did Kate. Um, and then that's also not like literally, but you know, figuratively, they're different people. Um, and like Zaz reinforces that in saying how he doesn't see her, quote unquote, in the suit. Um, so I liked all of that kind of, you know, uh, what do you call it? Just kind of like reasoning or in depth, like building up why she needs this new suit um and i also like that she still doesn't exactly like know what she's doing in the suit like she didn't just drop into it and she's you know out of the box a superhero um like i said we see her like wasting batterings and stuff and pushing buttons like what does this do and <laughs> it's like she's like that literally learning curve. yeah a learning curve and because she's like literally been trying to fill in kate's shoes and even that's like reinforced by the fact that Luke just won't stop reminding her that it's not her suit, it's Kate's suit. Um, so all of that leads up to the reveal of the new suit and the new wig, <laughs> which she shaded the wig, which was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, all of the, her new look and then potentially her own signature weapon. Like, I like that, um, you know, the last time that she encounters Zaz and she's protecting like Mary. And uh, she kind of, like, drops down, like, how you like my suit now? And kind of, like, knocks him out with the bow staff, um, which we've seen, like, BTS of her, of GBC on set, like, practicing with the bow staff. Yes. So, I'm, are you laughing at BTS? Yes! I'm laughing because, <laughs> I was, I'm sorry, I was remembering when SZA, like, posted v- a BTS video, like, of herself, behind the uh-huh. scenes of her music video, and BTS fans <laughs> literally swarmed her for using BTS. Oh my god. And she was like, are y'all gonna ratio me in 2021 for saying BTS? So, yeah, BTS was, like, used before the BTS van. <laughs> right. Continue. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Javicia has been, like, practicing her bow staff technique. So I'm really excited that that could be her signature weapon. Like Kate had the the batterings, but now Ryan will have a bow staff. And that's like another way of making her Batwoman unique in its own character and its own legacy. So I like all of that. And, um, you know, I was kind of interested to see what Gotham's reaction would be to Ryan as Batwoman 
So I like that there was an endorsement from Best for Fairchild, recognizing that there's a new Batwoman. It's like, oh, you go, girl, kind of thing. So um, I thought I felt like that was like super important. And I also like that <laughs> Ryan's uh, social worker is a huge Batwoman fan. Not so much a Ryan fan, but Batwoman is so cool. <laughs> so I, I like that little um, duality, the whole double life kind of thing. Um, and how Batwoman is used having her shit together and Ryan still needs to find a place to live. Um, and then on the other side of the story in Coriana, I think like Alice and, and Sophia have like a really interesting dynamic. And I think that it is a nice twist to delay saying that Kate's dead by saying that she's alive, but I'm not going to show you to her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about what that could bring, but a lot of that Koreana stuff is probably going to go into the no joy section. So maybe I'll stop. You're like a preview. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I definitely agree about that's for fair, fair child. First, the second I heard, you know, I Rachel Maddow's voice, I was, I was filled with joy. I was like, yes, we are home again. Um, but yeah, I do love that she was like the first to publicly point out like, Hey, do y'all notice that that's not the same Batwoman? (laughs) Um, and then, and then by the end she was like, you, yeah, like you said, go, you go girl, black girl, magic, black girl, magic. Great. Um, so, so yeah, that was really fun. Um, it also reminds me of the comic book dynamic in the olden days of a Barry and Iris because Iris was always ragging on Barry for being so mediocre and being like, why can't you be like Flash? Flash. Exactly. (laughs) Mary's like, oh, if only I could be. Oh my God. So yeah. So anyway, so that that was fun. That was fun for me. Um, I did enjoy Zaz. I think I just read like the first line of Shang's feedback. And I also agree with that. Like, you know, nothing is going to top for me, Christmasina and Zaz. Um, But this Zaz was a fun Zaz. (laughs) I do enjoy, um, you know, this whole like apolitical, amoral, just, you know, living for the job, hit man for hire, um, just going for whoever's got, you know, who's the most expensive boss around. Also, I really loved Zaz's reaction to Ryan being, I cannot remember her name, of X, Aleda, and I don't know what her oh, name was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, super interesting. So I'm like, who the fuck was Ryan dating? How bad was this chick mm-hmm. that, you know, <laughs> that even Zaz was like, oh, that's you. And then also that he's like, <laughs> kind of like a good friend like he's like in this divorce I'm gonna be on her side because <laughs> you made her feel real sad <laughs> like, like that was really funny to me um so so yeah I'm very excited I really hope we get flashbacks to this relationship because I'm assuming like the the, the bulk of Ryan's present day problems come from present day problems I feel like, like the maybe the ex has to be connected to black mask or in oh yeah that organization yeah. or something mm-hmm. yeah for sure so, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how that's going to tie back to the larger aspect. But like you already said, I thought it was great that Zaz did tie back to Sophia, you know, that we find out that that's the name. And also, I hadn't realized that there wasn't that much communication going on. Like, I mean, I guess I, I why would like, why would Alice be telling them, of course, and they'd cut Sophia out. So, they, you know, she's whatever. But then when Mary didn't know who Sophia was, I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. You happening? know what? You got an anon. I, I don't know if I've answered it yet or not, but an anon was like, "Didn't did Julia not tell anybody?" Right, apparently about not. Sophia? Yeah. More reasons we hate Julia, <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like I only told Sophie too because they were being stalked. It's like, okay, right. I gotta 
tell you because yes. there's these pictures. But so <laughs> well, she's talking. I think she was talking about like after Alice stabbed her, like right. Julia didn't tell right. anybody. Oh, hey, Alice yeah, stabbed me because Sophia yeah, she just killed Kate. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. So <laughs> anyway, um, so I, I like how they tie that all up together because you've got Sophia being like promising Alice, like, no, I'm a cool, I'm a cool cat. You know, I didn't do that. There's some other person that did that. I'm a nice girl. What are you talking about? And meanwhile, she's like trying to murder everybody who's been cured by by the Coriana desert flower, whatever, desert rose, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so it's just like a fun dichotomy for Sophia. And again, we've got a one-off episode versus the whole arc. So nice, nice on that. Um, speaking of, uh, yeah, I love Bert, Mary and Luke's like reactions to Ryan even knowing who Zaz is and Luke's immediately like, well, this is obviously not someone we need to be working with. And Mary's like, no, it's useful. Like, see? <laughs> it's like we have our own Rolodex. Um, so yeah, that was really, that was really cute. Um, well, speaking of Mary, I love that Ryan is now working at the holdup, like yes. Mary's bar and the fact and that she can take Mary. over like Kate's apartment. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. Take over her whole life, her whole life. Um, but but I, but I did like it because I liked that it it covered the problem that we were having because I think too many episodes of her needing to get a job and the social worker being on her ass would just be, you know, it would just weigh us down, especially when the when you have a billionaire right there as your uh, as your new friend. Funny, like, lines, like, yeah, yeah you're just like, billionaire, I'm only making belts with you now. Yeah. And also, how are you making twelve fifty? Like, that cannot be living, like, minimum, like, living wage, you know? Um, so, yeah. Especially like she's like a manager or something, whatever. I don't know. No, she's not. She's not a manager. No, she's just a bartender. She's just, she's just yeah. a bartender. Okay, that's right. Um, but anyway, I, I like that that's how they're covering it. And I also like that it was like, I have to get there because my parole officer is going there, you know, <laughs> or whatever. It adds, you know, a sense of responsibility, right? So she's so she's got to be, she's being held accountable for her time and place as Ryan, mm -hmm. which is, you know, adds interesting layer or obstacle in her life. Um. Now, I do expect Kate to still be dead at the end of the day, but I liked that they kept the option open through Sophia, even though it's probably just a plot to like get to disarm Alice or keep Alice on her side. But I like that it puts Alice and Sophie in the position of having to figure out how far they will go or who they will trust and whether they can do it together um, in order to get Kate back. Because mm -hmm. I did love that like Sophie was first immediately like, no, obviously I don't give a shit. And then Alice was like, but what about Kate? And then Sophie was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> reeling feeling. me back in exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so yeah so i like that um i also love just how many just female dynamics that we have at play there's so many mm -hmm. women characters and so many of them are interacting with each other like unheard of even like, Girl, like you know. alice said that uh sophia has a crush on sophie yes yes <laughs> and we saw like i like that we did see sophie like takes down tatiana and then sophia's like oh that's interesting to me um, but yeah, so, so yeah, I like all of that. Um, plus now we've got Sophia's backstory, not only with Alice, but with Julia, we haven't even seen that dynamic yet. Presumably they bring it up repeatedly because we're going to see it. Um, love the idea of Sophie and Alice teaming up. I like that Luke is basically the token man. I know that Jacob is also there, but I don't remember. His right. existence. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just Luke's harem. It's a harem anime. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I did. I, I forgot to mention this in my likes, but I did like that he finally got the stick out of his ass and gave Ryan her own special battering. Exactly. I did. I love that he 
um, he gave her the battering and that he accepted her making the suit hers, which was great. And then also mm-hmm. the wig. Like you already mentioned, the wig. Uh, <laughs> what she said about the wig's hilarious, but also the fact that it's such a great symbolic and practical step in claiming the role of that woman. Because she needs to look, you know, she needs to have her own look and also be more comfortable when she's fighting. Which, you know what? And it's it's also, you know, the casting choice for her uh, to be a black woman it also works on another level because if it was another like white woman, no one's going to tell that white woman apart from the previous white right. woman. So no like, one would ever guess there was a new black right. woman. Yeah. That's very true. So this way they can bring it into, they can like make a statement that this is a new Batwoman because mm-hmm. it's obvious because she's black. So right, they can right. like draw more off of that <laughs> as no, opposed to having to be another fun. white woman. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, I really, um, I really liked the scene with Luke and Kate's, Luke and Kate, Luke and Ryan sort of coming to terms. However, Luke has not come to terms yet with the idea of Kate being gone. He still thinks that it's temporary. Meanwhile, you've got Mary, you know, uh, like doing the ceremony for Kate to like honor her and like, you know, say oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Luke was like, well, this upsets me. I am triggered <laughs> by this and I'm not ready. And Mary was like, well, I am triggered by you not doing it. So I thought that was like a really interesting, you know. Uh, push and pull there because they both are obviously grieving in their own ways um, but one of them is doing it through denial and the other yeah. one is maybe like just because even though the evidence is flimsy which we'll talk about later. Just trying to but, accept it too fast Exactly. Just a little bit too fast Rushing the steps of grief Exactly. It's so funny that this is like the most also that they've done anything you know Jewish like right. ceremony or whatever right. that they've they've never done before in the past I'm like oh okay so you're gonna do that like yeah, after she's gone <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> so anyway <laughs> um so yeah those are my joys how about your oh, joys May wonderful <laughs> um I thought the battering thing was funny only because I'm like okay so we learned how much it costs but where do you actually make it where, who do you right. get like do and you put in an order on Amazon like, every like, time you watch like ship to you <laughs> every time you watch like Batman whether it's animated or like a movie or whatever it's like an endless supply of batterings like they don't yeah. come back so like <laughs> how are you keeping track of these <laughs> so that made me laugh it's like okay you get a little tidbit but I still have more questions <laughs> um, but in general I really like this episode and I think uh, I agree that you know the way that they're bringing in Ryan and the way that they're setting her up to become the new Batwoman is just really well done overall and like she's building like we see all her connections to all the different people um and this episode was with Victor Zaz like we didn't expect them to be connected at all he's just a new bad guy in town or you know someone who's been previously working but now he's in the crosshairs of the bat team and he's connected to Sophia and he's connected to Ryan so that's really like crucial to the plot and kind of like brings bridges the the gap between the both factions where we see on Coriana and then um in the bat cave so all that really worked for me like I like that she got to sort of interact with him as Batwoman and as Ryan um, and their whole conversation too gave more backstory for her with regards to her girlfriend and the issue with the, like the snake bite which will probably go into the whole drug thing that she was arrested for so all that's like really coming together I think that the show's really done a kind of like a really good job of laying the groundwork for future episodes without not without not focusing on what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I loved Zaz as well. I actually do like I think I did like this version more than Christmasina, only because like <gasps> he took I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> only because like he took center stage. It wasn't so much like Black Mask is coming, yeah. but we got to meet Zaz before he was he had to be tied to Black Mask. So he stands on his own. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and he was just a lot of fun too like he made a grand entrance you can obviously see like you said Jess you know he likes his job <laughs> he has no qualms about killing anybody he will do it you know he knows what he's worth <laughs> people are paying him the big bucks <laughs> and you know he he's also like loyal he finishes the job um and I he think that his, he doesn't kill and tell and I just liked his little his his banter with with Batwoman and the fact that like he was impressed. He's like, oh, you know, I haven't really been this challenged since I last saw Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that was great. Um, and I did like, you know, Luke and um, Mary are sort of like two sides of the same coin. Like they're both grieving Kate, but they're sort of like the Jacob and Kate of when Beth disappeared. You know, Kate didn't want to believe that her sister was gone. Jacob's like, well, we're going to move on now. <laughs> and Mary is now Jacob, where she's like, you know, I love and miss Kate, but maybe she is really gone. And it's like, no. <laughs> so that was a really nice dynamic. And it sort of like brings out their the way that they rely on each other for those emotional beats and, and moments. And it was really, really nice. Um, and, you know, it, it really sucks that Luke has to be the one who's always not trusting people and you know even when Kate was coming in he's like no this was Bruce's stuff <laughs> so he's just like you know very um resistant he, he, he's resistant to change yes he's not willing to like open up to people and stuff like that so the fact that he was at the end willing to open up to Ryan and at least give her sort of like extend an olive branch to her by giving her the battering and making help you know allowing her to make her suit her own was really nice and that the suit distinguished her as a person um and distinguished her from kate specifically like this is your new batwoman new suit new everything um so i love that and in terms of like the koreana stuff i did like the fact that we got to see like we got to meet sophia and i think that she's really interesting as a character it's nice to see a little bit of alice's backstory like now we know she wasn't always in gotham just hanging out she spent many many years uh with uh, Sophia, so she's sort of like her uh, Rosal Ghoul to um, Batman, pretty much. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like a fun dynamic, and we got to see like more of that. And then Sophie kind of being along for the ride, and at least getting in on the information with regards to what's going on, and also like her dynamic with Alice is really fun. Just to watch them sort of bicker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I would like to see more of that. <laughs> <in the future. laughs> Um, and even like just yeah so many women and it's just so great it's really just really a fun fun dynamic all around and I think like Bat- Batwoman is becoming one of my favorite Arrowverse shows like next to Flash and it's really mm-hmm. exciting to like tune in every week and see what's going to happen so yay what did not spark joy you know It's not, like, his fault, but I kind of feel bad for Luke having to play, like, the uptight, stubborn character in this new team triangle. Like, it makes sense narratively that one of the two, between Mary and Luke, needs to hold the candle for the OG. um, And, you know, that is falling to Luke. And the writing is, like, quote-unquote colorblind in the sense that it's the same way that it would be written if, like, Luke were white. 
Um, but the problem is he's not white <laughs> and neither is Ryan. So, and I noticed this on Twitter as well, like going through the hashtag, like while the show was going on. Um, it's, it's like when he found out that the black guy in jail for killing his dad didn't actually kill his dad and he didn't want to believe it. Or, you know, like he was trying to tell him he was falsely in prison. This black man was falsely in prison for this murder. And he was like, so? He's like, so? (laughs) And it just kind of makes like Luke's, you know, as a black man, you would think Luke would get where Ryan's coming from and get, uh, be like more supportive. But because the writing needs a straight man, Luke comes off colder and more of a dick (laughs) than is necessary. Um, it, it that it probably would work if Luke were white and if Ryan were white, but they're not. So um, there's a little bit of something missing there that the writing is trying to like force Luke into this role, um, and it makes him come off less. Uh, what do you call it? I, I have no words. Like appealing, or then he probably is naturally um so that's i mean it's unfortunate but you know luckily at the end of the episode he turned a corner with ryan um to maybe pushing him to a more positive mentor type route so that was a good sign um coriana is beautiful i love sophia's like dining hall scene there's like a lot of great light um, and I was trying to figure out where the hell in Vancouver <laughs> they found somewhere to look like that. But I guess it's just like a, you know, a static set because they didn't go anywhere. <laughs> they did not leave that one scene. Um, so I felt like we didn't really get to explore Coriana that much. Um, and it was not as fun as I thought it was going to be because, like, you only had one set to really play off of. And that was just a conversation between Sophia and Alice. Alice was sounding kind of like a broken record. Like, once Sophia... Uh, first brought up that she didn't write the note um, and Alice seemed to kind of believe her or you know believe that but then she just kept repeating that you killed my sister and she's like I didn't kill your sister you killed my sister so it's like going over and over the same conversation which was all basically leads up to the end of her saying I didn't kill your sister but I don't not have your sister (laughs) which is like you could have said that earlier like she didn't really get anything new out of Alice I think Alice told her that Mary had the cure-all so now there's a target on Mary's back but I don't really feel like we got much so if I didn't get that much out of it to continue that conversation on for that long um and then I also feel like there wasn't enough Sophie like while this is all going on Sophie's just like having the worst vacation ever with Tatiana like can you can at least like give her a tour Tatiana I would give her a nice like, vacation you? I would obviously have made her have a good time. You could have shown so. her around, showed her what was going on. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I felt like, you know, they went through all the trouble of knocking Sophie out and bringing her along on the ride, but she didn't really get to do anything there. So I felt like that was a little bit of um, a lost opportunity. Um, and also, it would have been nice if somebody at the Crows, Jacob, <laughs> Notice that the top agent was missing. Like, I think he's like, has someone seen um, Agent Moore? And that was like, that was the one thing to to show that she had not returned from wherever she went. And I was like, yeah, there was no like missing, you know, he didn't call on Sophie. (laughs) Right. What kind of like director are you? (laughs) Why 
And they're and like, we're, and also, they're head of the security. This is embarrassing. Yeah, this is like a, <laughs> a huge security breach, sir. And then like, you know, where was Julia and all this? I don't, did we even see her this episode? No. I feel like we didn't. No. So where was she? And why wasn't she freaking out? And why didn't we see her freaking out? So, yeah. Agreed. And also the, the forgettable C-plot of, you know, the false face society, whatever Jacob was doing. I forgot all about it. So. Tati. Yes. Oh, is it my turn to give my, my, it non, is your my non-joys? The absence of oh, joy? First things first. I totally agree with you. Where the hell is Julia? Like, I was last week guessing very stupidly clearly that Julia would somehow be a part of the plot with Sophia, you know, and worry about Sophie or go for Sophie. Clearly not. They clearly don't care about Julia or about the idea of Sophie and Julia because this was the perfect time to have Julia maybe even rope the Batwoman team in, you know, like, hey, Sophie's missing. Like, I know that y'all just like fake broke up or whatever, but like probably you would notice if she was gone for a, you know, 48 hours. I also feel like the end now it's also because I was thinking like maybe if not this episode it could be next episode but Alice and Sophie were brought back in the same episode it's kind of like you didn't have a chance to miss her <laughs> right right so yeah um, I don't know that that was that was dumb and pointless um and also Sophie should definitely have gotten more to do than just take down Tatiana um because if you if you take out that part which is there I guess we are supposed to indeed believe that Sophia not necessarily literally has a crush on Sophie but is now interested in Sophie because of that Mm-hmm. But aside from that, you could have literally just removed her from it, had her, you know, had Alice just come back and been like, hey, Kate's, Kate's alive. And Sophie'd be like, oh, you know, right. like, she didn't get to do something really it, vital. It felt like, you know, they know Megan Tandy is a regular and she needed a check. So exactly. Exactly. off to Corey Island, you go. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, is better than yeah. what they did with Julia, which is just not, <laughs> okay, bye. So that's fine. Um, also, even though I already said, that I'm glad they opened the door to Kate being alive. Um, A, the necklace as proof of life is just very, very flop in terms of evidence. Like, okay, sure, you have the necklace. I guess she's alive now. Um, But um, I am mad at the conditional, like if Ruby Rose isn't getting recast or if she isn't agreeing to a one-episode cameo where she reveals that she's chilling on a beach in Aruba and she's retiring for good, thank you all for your love, um, then I don't like the concept of pursuing the search for Kate at all costs because I feel like it's a disservice to Ryan. I feel like it makes people, it makes it easier for people who don't want to engage with Ryan to not engage with Ryan, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, this is really leading up to Kate coming back. Um, so I don't know if I like that. I think it might be good. Maybe it'll be good, like, in terms of, like, a divide for Mary and Luke. Like, Luke will believe it and Mary won't. Like, that'll be mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. I'm just, like, concerned about the idea, concept of keeping one eye open for Kate instead of closing the chapter off at the start of the season. And Ryan with, having like, to, like, constantly battle with right. the ghost of Kate Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think I liked, you know, I liked pretty much everything else in the episode. I'm also, I mean, the fact that Jacob just continues to exist. Thankfully, he's not thinking about stream time, so I can't even be mad because it's just, like, one or two scenes. But I'm still just, like... Why are you here? What are you thinking? Does it get paid? You know? Exactly. Yeah, but I'm sure that I'm sure Douglas Scott Ray or whatever his name is, Ray Scott. Doug I don't know where Scott. This, thank you, Doug Ray Scott. He <laughs> can find another job. <laughs> okay, May. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- I will agree with Jess about the Coriana scene, and I think that's mostly because Alice, as a villain right now, feels like she's at a standstill. Like there's nothing. Nothing's moving forward for her because her plans are all, you know, messed up from when Kate 
you know, supposedly dead. And she's like, oh, no, everything is ruined. And then what's his face? Uh, Bruce, quote unquote, is back in Arkham. So it's like she's got nothing going for her right now. And mm-hmm. I feel like Alice's position makes Sophia less of an intimidating villain right now. Um, yeah, I think I feel like I would prefer it if Sophia was just outright trying to kill Alice. Yeah, because that would be like more entertaining. Yes. And we would yes. get to see her like, yeah, Coriana's cool, but I'm sure at some point she's going to end up in Gotham and, and do whatever she right. needs to do there. Um, so that was slightly underwhelming. And then just like the, I guess the trip to Coriana because of Julia's absence made it made Sophie and um, Alice's like waking up on the beach seem very abrupt. Uh, like, oh, because there was no lead up from last episode to this episode about them being kidnapped. And they're just like, they're suddenly there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> did you not see them get knocked out? I mean, the they episode? did. But like, it's just oh. the the whole sh- um, showing up on showing Oriana. up and then Julie, Julia not being there too. Like you said, you know, her not being there to worry or to ask or to link up with the Bat team and actually bring the two stories together was an odd choice. Like, I guess... I don't know if they're trying to like phase Julia out, you know, permanently or not, but it's just like a weird, it was a weird situation. I'm, um, I'm not as, I'm not pushing Julia out the door as fast as you two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pushing her out the door. I just think they don't care about her. <laughs> I feel like if they cared about her and they would have worked her in better. Yeah, that's but true. I but hope also that, they also didn't, you know, like I also agree that they didn't do much with Sophie. Maybe, so what's your name wasn't out Julie off the COVID in. quarantine yet, you know? <laughs> you know okay, know. okay, okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I feel um, like fair enough. Sophie got little to do, so at the end of the day, I guess I was okay with Julia not having too much because then that would have probably taken away from Sophie herself. So I prefer Sophie having some something. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, and actually... Remember when um, Ryan was shot with the kryptonite at the yes. end of the yeah, episode one? About that, they yeah. never brought that back up. So I was like, she wait, is she not like that. showing the little green, you know, vein things? Um, so that's really weird that nothing's happening there. or She's not feeling like more sick or, you know, I'm sure it'll. I hope they didn't forget. You don't about have it. a crossover anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're like, well, we're just going to forget about that. <laughs> so that's disappointing. And I hope that it doesn't like end up being scrapped completely because it'll just be a major plot hole. Um, otherwise, oh, it'll come yeah. back around. We do have feedback from Shang. Yes, we yes. do. We have a Shang. We have a Shang thought. <laughs> All right. I will read it before we come up with our feedback. If we feedback before we come up with our predictions, predictions, if we have any. <clears throat> hey there, lovely ladies. Hey there, lovely Shang. Um, <laughs> one, not going to lie, I prefer Victor from Birds of Prey. Thank you, Shang. We're in this together. But I guess they couldn't make two it Two versus really two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the CW. <laughs> Which true. They, they're not going to make him that scary on the CW. Yeah. Uh, two, we're getting Black Mask. I wonder what's the deal on DC and CW because I thought they couldn't use the same characters. I feel like they've always been able to use the same characters. It's just like the really, really quote unquote big ones they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And then they broke that with Superman. So well, they, I mean, they also like broke because I feel like wasn't like the whole thing. Um, they're separate universes, or mm-hmm. they didn't, you don't want to like cross over or whatever. Yeah. But now, now it's like, well, they've like the broke open the multiverse. multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So now, so now they have an in-universe reason why they can just have it that way. Um, it does make sense with Ryan's backstory about drugs that Black Mask is the big big villain of the season. Mm, true, but what does that make Sophia? True. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's like I think that when in that confusing Den of Geek, maybe it was review 
recap that we all read, I think they mm-hmm. might mention like they didn't like the idea of Sophia not being the big bad after all. Um, and I agree, like, because it's cool that when it's like the big bad is a woman, I'm Batwoman, and everyone's a woman. Yeah, but, maybe. I mean, maybe she was planning to sell the Desert Rose to Black Mask. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, I highly like because there's no way you can't miss Sophia good. She was literally trying to murder just random, you know, mm-hmm. cancer victims. In this episode, so clearly she can't be not a big bad. Just that maybe you know she might stick around for longer, and big bad this season will be Black Mask, and no one can beat your murderer. Well, yeah. Um, Alice is straight. <laughs> LMAO, sorry, guys. <laughs> I have elected to ignore the committee's decision. Sophia, Alice, villain, villain, sexual tension. Wait, when is that. when was it ever established that Alice was straight? Yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. She I know had, that she, she has that one like, guy. Yeah, but she's, she's she kissed one actually. guy. Right. Okay, yeah, she kissed one guy. Okay, then, yeah. that's the CW's version. Like, yes, she's straight. <laughs> right, exactly. Because the man, she's straight. <laughs> but no, but again, so yeah, I don't not, know about Alice being straight. <laughs> It's I also cool. have clearly elected to ignore that decision because I didn't even notice that it was suggested. So, <laughs> um, or I'm glad Luke got that stick out of his ass and that they didn't drag it out. What's wrong with Mary helping Ryan out anyway? Exactly. She's a multi-billionaire. What's wrong with giving someone a permanent job? Even if the Batwoman's... T- right. She doesn't... Ryan doesn't even have to be Batwoman for Mary to give her a job. Like, so, mm-hmm. whatever. Mary defending Ryan. Love to see it. She's always so funny. <laughs> I do like this new dynamic. I also like the new dynamic. Um, Mary and Ryan, besties forever. I'm, I support this. Thank you, Shang. We love your feedback. You are our favorite, number one, because there is no one else. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, you still would be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> predictions. Predictions. Yes, now on to predictions. <laughs> well, I guess my one is that maybe Sophia was planning on selling desert rose to black mask so that could kind of connect between you know big bad part a and part b because i don't think we're going to get black mask until like the back half of the season anyway i definitely agree with that um i think it's definitely take us a while to work up to him or it or them and i don't know if i have any other predictions i'm like i don't really either i just i will say that i don't think that kate is dead i think that they like they wanted us because I just remember Caroline. Um, yeah, I know she, she was going to do it. Right. But like, how do you like after all of this? How do you shuffle Kate? Off? Like, what's her reasoning? I think for it'll not be like something like she's so changed, right? I feel like it'll yeah. be something like she's so she's scarred that she like, can't. Yeah, exactly. that she can't. She's she literally like find herself somewhere. Yeah, come back, and then by the time they find her, maybe there'll be like one episode where they can wrap up Kate and Sophie, and maybe like hug Jacob and maybe he can leave the show with her like they can go off somewhere <laughs> together that'd be so great and leave Sophie as like the in charge of the crows like that something like that I think that would be the happiest ending would be that she is alive but it could either be like literally disfigured you know like whatever happened to her so she like looks different she's a different actress um do you think that Alice um may have shared her face carving skills with Sophia like is that part of their like relationship oh, or whatever it's, it's definitely possible yeah. I think it's possible I mean I don't I, I don't know why they would get rid of that you know, yeah. option. And I think right too, there. like with with even with Sophia, like say Sophia has her locked up somewhere, for example, and then afterwards realizing that you know this person's really dangerous and all these people could endanger my family, she personally decides to like leave so that no one's affected for their protection. You know, the usual superhero thing, Fuck changes that. her face and <laughs> goes off. You know, somewhere I don't know. It, you know what it, would just be to really me, it's cool? better than being dead. <laughs> if like if they did, if they face swapped, Kate against her will or whatever and she was in gotham like this whole time (laughs) (laughs) 
but no one knew like who she was. I would like to see that actually, like in the back half or whatever, when they're trying like they're getting to like the top of the whole whatever happened to Kate Kane, and there's this like random white girl that's just like, I need to talk to you, and they're like, go away, and then you know if I they find out later, like, oh wait, that was Kate, come back. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Awesome. I'm putting that in the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) She was there the whole time. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) She's like messed up and like her memories or whatever. And then she's got a new face. Amnesia. Yeah. We love an amnesia bond. And that's got to be a Desert Rose side effect or something over there. There you go. Make it happen. Okay. (laughs) All right. Lady with gumption of the week. Hmm. It's a little bit difficult. Who was it last week? Difficult. We said Al. What? Um. This is three. So we said Ryan the first week. Mm-hmm. Alice was last week. Yeah, Alice was last week. And this is the third week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm like back to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> she did take on Zaz, um, True. True. as herself and as Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophia didn't like what had the gumption to. Kidnap people? Kidnap people? Like, yeah, well, Tatiana really. technically did the kidnapping. True. So Sophia didn't do shit. Um, and Mary had the she gumption. She had a very nice give... meal, okay. Yeah, Mary had the gumption to give to give Ryan a job? Not really. You know? like, I mean, although Mary did face, she did handle herself admirably when Yes, and, and Ma- like Ma- realistically. Yeah. It when was a Zash realistic started. for a civilian getaway right. from right. A, a serial killer, so... That was go go Mary. I don't know. Back yeah, there's to, no clear winner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. Yeah. I, I guess I'm just gonna go with Ryan. That yeah. would be my, my yeah. vote. I agree. Because yeah. Alice didn't do anything either. Yeah. No. Yeah, Alice didn't do anything. Yeah. I'll talk. I'll talk. And Julia didn't do shit. So Julia didn't do shit, and Sophie <laughs> just sat on a nice sand. sat on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, so ryan is lady ryan. gumption of the week for episode three we will see next week which lady which there are a lot you know fantastically so, so we'll take the we'll take the crown next week with black lightning ladies so we'll yes. see how that goes down <laughs> until next week goodbye bye